have you been in a scenario before and you are told to come talk about something and then your heart begins to pump boom 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 <laughs> or you start rejecting or you know you're told to come and say something probably in a gathering of five or ten or even more and you were just called upon suddenly you are not expecting it and your leg begins to shiver or you begin to feel cold spine you know you feel cold you have this cold feeling down your spine or begin to you know begin to sweat profusely let me tell you <laughs> i experienced I experienced that before, you know, I was called upon to come and talk about one subject matter I'm very, very familiar with as a personal development coach, which is emotional intelligence. And the funniest part was I was told to talk about, I was called upon to talk about this in the midst of people I was very familiar with. It was a quite quite a good number of, of crowd. However, I was very familiar with the place that I talk very well. I give speeches very well. I'm very free. But then what happened? You know, when they called up, when they were like, okay, what do I have to say? Okay. No, I wasn't called open directly. You know, it just thrown open to the house that whoever had um, the suggestion or have a contribution should say something and it was as though as all high school me you know why because they know me to be a personal development coach and you know maybe always have something to share but do you know what happened i began to sheep like my heart began to pump very fast boom 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 <laughs> and then my heart was breathing very fast and then i was like okay like what's this like why are you beating so fast i had to ask my heart and i was like See, calm down, calm down. I don't know why you're doing this. I'm very, this is actually an environment I'm used to. And then, for crying out loud, this topic I'm told to talk about is something I was, you know, is something I'm very familiar with. So, why are you beating so fast? <laughs> okay, guys, so this is going to take us into the topic of today, which is attachophobia. That is the fear of failure. Fear of failure is going to be very, very interesting. You know what? Get your daughters and your pen. It is going to be an amazing time. How to it mean? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. You're listening to the Stability Podcast with Mary McIntyre, where simple and unique quoting tools and techniques are adopted in preferring solutions. In here, it is simple yet powerful, amazing and refreshing. Relax, you will enjoy it. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, if you're actually listening to me for the first time, you're welcome to my podcast. All right, you're welcome to my podcast channel. This is Boostability Podcast with Mary Day. 
okay and if you're actually returning if you're returning listener yeah 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 you're welcome once again welcome 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 thank you for always showing up okay now let's go straight into the reason why we're here today trust me today is going to be really amazing you know why because i'm going to be sharing my personal experiences with you oh so sweet i know right <laughs> yeah you know i know i know i know that's so sweet right yeah but then don't just listen to my story and you know you're not implementing what i'm teaching you the essence of this the reason why i want to unfold a lot of things is because i want to see you being a better version of you so i'm going to tell you how i went through the process of phobia over and over and over and over and over and over again it was something i really struggled with for a very long time and how i've been able to overcome it so it's going to be a very practical session will be a very practical episode so i would like you to take off every form of distraction just give me your audience for this period of time i'll be doing this please pay rapt attention that's all i require from you so now back to atachophobia which i said is the fear of failing you know it is having an irrational and persistent fear of failing when you don't want to fail you know it's this feeling that comes up with you you avoiding failure you know it's very it's a very irrational feeling where you just want to avoid failure you just don't want to fail and a lot of persons have this fear after the same have this phobia a lot of persons in fact our society has brought us to the realm where we just don't want to fail we want to please people we want to come out excellent in everything we do we want to show to people sometimes it's almost because of show off <laughs> you want to show to a that oh you know what i can do this and i can do it very well okay and you know this thing had led to a lot of it has led to a lot of adverse effect that we never even thought you know you know in fact many times when you are scared of doing a particular thing and it debars you from doing it you end up realizing that you even have an a, a larger outcome a larger negative outcome so okay you are, you're scared of doing a particular thing so because of that you just maneuver your ways and you you shy off from that thing. You've not even tried it out. What if you tried it and you? What if you've tried it and it ended up being, being falling on the right side? You ended up yielding for it positive result. But because of your fear, you had not. You did not even try it out in the first place. Or probably you started, but you stopped at a point in time of your life. You know. Because of that, you have debarred yourself from seeing the next phase. So you see reason why this fear of failure should be really tackled. Now, how do you know that you have this fear? Let's look at the symptoms of this fear. How do you know that you have this fear? You know, 
personally, I will be, and I told you I'm going to be sharing, I'm going to personalize it very well. So I'm going to tell you ways at which, you know, how it has affected, you know, how had, it had happened to me. So naturally, distraction. When you have this attachophobia, you realize that you just, you want to get, distract yourself away from the truth from doing the right thing for instance if you're told that okay you know what i want you to do this thing let me give you this experience when i was very 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 young i think i was about seven or eight years then my dad took me to to one of his like one of his haunts in the industry where in his in his field so and she happened to be a montzorian and because they knew that you know i was I was trained with Montezuma system, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm sound in math. Okay, and also my spelling is very, very, very strong. So I think my foundation was very, very strong because of that. So she was, you know, she is a Montezuman, and then when she saw me, she was like, "Ah, this Montezuma, um, this uh, Montezuma product, though." She was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then because of that, you know, because of the way they had, they had, you know, tabled me before her, she just asked me one question. Boom. She asked me the question. And in fact, I did not even hear the question very well. But the fact that it was a question and her eyes were on me, you know what I did? I just thought of that. How can I distract everybody else? <laughs> How can I tell everybody off from this question? As a small, ch- you know, I was very small then. I was, I knew I was in my primary school then. So when you know, I just looked for what I could do to distract people. Luckily, a talkie was coming in the house. I said, so the talkie was not even coming in my direction. I just ran away, like I ran as though as I was scared of the talkie. You see, the 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 tactics was I I did that only to avoid the question. <laughs> oh my god! And the funniest thing is, I did not really get the question. I did not even know what she asked me. I cannot see this or what she asked me, but I knew it was a question, and all eyes was now central on me. Oh, you know, <laughs> so the best thing I could do was look for how to distract everybody away from the question so that i would not give response to that question so that is one symptoms of having a tetrophobia if you are always distracting your question distracting your interviewer away from you know the question in a bit to avoid it it's a symptom that you have this fear of failure Another thing is, you know, me, you know, difficulty in breathing, like I said in the introduction aspect. You know, when you're called upon to do something and then you are beginning to, you know, you're, you are beginning to like, oh, I can't cut my breath again. You know, it, that, that one, that, this is a physical symptom now. It's not something that you actually can control, like you, you, you know, you actually was caused by you. She gets it. It's not something that was caused by you. It just happened naturally. And then you begin to breathe. You begin to have difficulty in breathing. You know, that kind of thing. Probably you asked a question or you were told to execute a project or you're told to do something. You know, that kind of thing. Because you don't want to fail. 
naturally you might just begin to experience difficulty in breathing so if you used to experience difficulty in breathing at the verge of a process you know at the verge of presenting your procedures for a particular project or an assignment or a question then it could mean that you have atachiophobia okay another thing is unusual fast act rate boom <laughs> You know, that was what I experienced, you know, my heart began to beat fast, boom, 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 as it was as though as they were beating a drum on my on my chest. My, my heartbeat was very, very fast. Okay, that's another symptom. Another thing is cool, you could feel pain in your chest, tightness, just begin to feel like your, your, your pain is so tight, you're, you're sorry, you're feeling a, a pain in your chest and you know, you're feeling tightness in your chest. That's another symptom. Another symptom is trembling or shaking sensations. Begin to tremble. You know, your words begin to begin to mix up words together. Or begin to shake. Begin to shake. Another thing is dizziness or lightheadedness. You know, begin to feel very dizzy. You begin to feel dizzy. You begin to feel lightheadedness. You know, you could even feel headache. I used to experience that too. Suddenly, this headache would just come from nowhere. Boom. Okay. Or oh, digestive distress. You know, you begin to say, ah, I want to visit the restroom. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, so you've experienced it before, right? <laughs> you know that kind of thing. You begin to <laughs> your stomach begin to, you know, begin to feel this upright in your stomach. Okay. And another thing is, you could begin to feel hot or cold flashes, you know. And you could be sweating profusely. I'll also talk about the emotional symptoms. Okay. Yeah. Now, so let's go to the emotional symptoms. I've talked about stomach opera, headaches at the point of delivery. You know, at that point where you want to deliver, that's when these things begin to... And for this part is when you are planning, when you are preparing, many times you don't even feel those things. When it's, when it's not time to deliver, when it's time to submit, submit your proposal, when it's time to come and, you know, it's time for presentation, when it's time for the public speaking, you know, that's when all these things begin to happen. <laughs> and it will be as though as your system is actually turning, it's turning on your own. <laughs> all right, it's turning all around, okay? So, now let's look at the emotional symptoms of itachiphobia. You could begin to feel this intense feeling of panic or, or anxiety. You just begin to worry unnecessarily or overwhelming need to escape. Like that one I told you, you know. <laughs> I had to jack back. <laughs> All right, you know, there's in um in your language in Nigeria, yeah. You know, there's a word called jack back. Jack back means you run away like you flee. All right, so okay, let me give you another experience. I remember that. When I want to, I used to have this fear of, um, you know, it's still, it's still a symptom of um, atachiphobia. So probably because, you know, I used to try to avoid people too, so that you not pick up a conversation that, that would, um, re- you know, create whatever in me. So because of that, you know, that would create, um, you know, I just tried, I just like avoiding people. Like I used to like avoiding people. So there was this time somebody that I used to avoid, and not as because of I avoided due to hierarchy, not because of any other thing, due to hierarchy. So I just don't want to. I don't even report directly to this person. I don't report directly to this person because I just don't always want to 
have a rapport with this person that would warrant because this person is somebody that used to um used to quite talk people down and blah blah blah, blah like that and i don't always like to get negative feedbacks okay so so when this person was coming as this person as there was this flash like our eyes did you know our eyes hit the, each other immediately i just I, And you know, when that happened, the person opened her mouth like she wanted to call. You know, I did not even know who she wanted to call. But the fact that she opened her mouth like she wanted to call somebody, it could be me. I ran. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so that's that overwhelming need to escape. You just want to run away. You just want to, you know, that kind of thing. What is chasing you? You don't know. <laughs> Is fear of failure that is actually you know that is chasing you. Okay, another thing is feeling detached from yourself. You just feel you're not normal. You just feel that something is really wrong somewhere. You're not just feeling yourself. That's another thing. You're not just feeling yourself. You know, there's just a change of your a change in your system. Another emotional symptom of that is feeling like you've lost control over a situation. You know, you just begin to feel like even when the situation is not over, even when, even when it has not even been declared that you failed, you just begin to feel, you know, this loss of control over a part, that particular situation. Also, thinking that you may die or pass out. Oh God! Uh, let me see. Have I experienced something like this before? Mm, no, it hasn't gotten to that extreme end. But then it might happen. You know, you okay? You, maybe probably you went for a competition and. You just just feeling like oh at this point i might die i might just die if i fail i might just die you know it happens it's not true 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 that's the truth it really happens we have people that say oh if i should fail you know just take my life like i would just die i would just die if i don't win this contract if i don't do this i'll just die it means that you have i die and also feeling powerless over your fear when you cannot control your fear that's another symptom when you just feel so powerless over your fear. Let's look at an extension of the symptoms. When you just always want to procrastinate, you know, when you are told, okay, now it's time to deliver, like it's your turn. You tell you, you say, no, no, let 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 you you start first. Let that person start first. You know, you keep shifting your turn over and over. You keep shifting your turn. You're procrastinating. It's a symptom of phobia okay another thing is you know this atachophobia uh, causes me to you know it causes me to prevent job allocation i happen to to i used to i used to um i used to handle a lot of things so but then you know at some point there's a need for job allocation is a need to actually distribute your responsibilities in a mid in a bit to to relieve you especially you know that's one of the aim of teamwork but because when i had not been able to fight this attachophobia i used to find it very very difficult to allocate responsibilities to people because i'll be like i know i can do it very well for myself you know you know i know that ah no when i do it i'm going to you know I have this mindset of what I thought doing is what doing well, and that's one of the part, one of the characteristics of personality traits melancholy. Okay, so I'm melancholic in nature. Perfectionist. Don't loud it. Don't loud it. Don't loud it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk about that, but don't loud it. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay, so 
Now, the melancholic nature, you know, we have this mindset of what I'm doing is what doing well. So if you're going to do it at all, it has to be perfect. It has to be boom. You know, it has to be excellent. All right. So um, because of that, I used to want to do it myself because I used to feel like, you know, what if I give to this person and the person doesn't do it well or do it to my day? Because before you can actually do something and then I feel satisfied, okay, you know, you have to do an excellent job. It's either you do an excellent job or nothing. I don't take, I don't take very good f- for very good. <laughs> okay, so no, actually be scared of working with me because of this statement. But then, let me just be very, very truthful with you. So because of that, I just want to do myself. I want to do my thing myself. I want to cook my food myself. I want to, I want to plan my plan myself i want to do my things myself you know even when i have open hands i remember then when i was serving i served when i was serving and okay i was i was in charge of cooking in the copper's christian lodge that i was anytime it was my turn to cook and i had people say oh mama let's assist you let's assist you let's assist you Okay, I would, I would tell them, oh, thank you very much. Like, I really appreciate, but then don't worry, don't worry, I'll do it myself. I, I used to see the look on people's faces, like, okay, like, like, seriously? I was like that, because I used to like, I used to like, oh, if you allow them now. Not really because they can't do it, but then fear of what if they mess up? What if they don't do it well? So I end up, you know... See, nobody taught me before I had to just apply my, you know, I had to apply my number six, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, when the stress was overwhelming, nobody taught me before I had to start allowing them do those things. Do you get it? So, I, I, so that's another thing that makes you know that you have that, seem you have that fear of failure another thing again is it makes me worry about what other people would say or think about me you know i just don't want to get a negative response from people i don't want to so i try to you know i you know it makes me start getting worried for instance excuse me for instance probably i i cook for you um i begin to get worried that what would she say what would he say is he going to be like oh no this for this you know you know that kind of thing so i begin to worry like oh you know when i was growing i would and i used to be the one that cooks in the house most of the time especially when i was a teenager before i became fully matured to be on my own so then i when i'm cooking in the house (laughs) when i finish cooking and i serve everybody i'll start peeping i'll start peeping from the kitchen you know, I start peeping to look at the expression of, on people's faces. You know, I begin to worry about what other people would say, what they think about me. And, you know, the moment you, be, you begin to worry about this thing, it's a problem. Trust me, it's a very huge problem. It's a very, very huge problem. You know, thinking about, oh, what are they saying about me? What would they say about me? It's, that's, that's a feeling of insecurity. Stop it. You don't need it. Trust me, it doesn't want it. Okay. So another one is, you know, feeling that people will lose interest in me. You know, fear of rejection. Let me tell you one secret. 
<laughs> I know you like Gisela, but let I'm going to tell you. Okay, so when I was serving again, when I was serving actually, I remember in my three weeks in camp, I met a particular girl. I I I just I I I liked her from. I will not say love as first sight actually because she's not. She was just a female. Or she she is a female, so it's not as if there was a special at, affection or attraction. But I liked her so well. I got I got very attracted to. I liked the way she spoke, and then one thing that I really loved so much was also her stature. I I I I actually realized that I get very attracted to people that are not so so chubby. Okay, then though, so, but now. I don't those those things don't don't matter anymore. But back then, those things really mattered a lot to me. I like to be. I I used to feel very much secured amongst maybe because I'm a slim person, but in the midst of people that are quite slim, not too chubby, I've had some um, ugly occurrences with people that are, were chubby. Or, so I guess that's one of the things that built that mindset in me. But then that had been overcome. Okay, so. I, I liked this girl from day one I set my eyes on her and she liked me too it was a reciprocal thing and we, we were very very good friends we used to go out very well although we we're not in the same room but our room was it was almost opposite each other so when I'm going out to the parade ground or I'm going to going for um, anything you know any necessary thing she would call me or how would call her and then we'll go together but then after about a week plus now this thing crept in and i said that people fear that people will lose interest in me and fear of rejection i began to realize that a caliber of person caliber of persons she work with are not the caliber of persons i work with you know, permit me to use the kind of words, use the word that are people, kind of people she work with are people that are word. I believe, I believe you know what I'm trying to say. But me, the caliber of people I move with are people that are churchy. <laughs> people that are churchy, people that are, you know, too serious. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I know somebody might be like, oh, so she's so boring. Mm, I know, right? But then I'm no longer boring, anyways. But then I I work with persons, you know, persons that I don't just choose people. I I'm always after intellectual impactation. So I would not I you know I get attracted to something might attract me to you, but then what we think you with me or we think me with you is what you can offer in the aspect of wisdom, in the aspect of your values. So I realized that the set of people she was working with was not my taste. You know, they, they you know, some kind of pronouncement, you know, the, the way they joke, the way they reason, the way they interact, the way they dress was not my thing. And you know me, I'm the spring mom proper type of person, you know, I'm, and I'm quite, quite too serious. That's the truth. So I knew that this is going to be a problem. And then I, I began to tell myself, you know what? If I keep moving with this lady, our friends begin to tell her, you need to reject this person. This one that cannot play. This one that you cannot touch. You know, something that you cannot touch her, her, 
you know, touch her body and she will not, you know, she will not, you know, react. You know, that's the kind of friends she had then, you know, people that you can, you know, they can touch, you know, you can just touch someone's, someone on on their private part and then they will not say anything. They'll just laugh about it. You can try that with me. I don't understand what kind of joke is that. So I realized that no, I can't, I can't just, I can't continue this. I can't do this. So I knew that this is going to create an issue. So because of that, I began to, this, the, the iota of uh, attitude attachophobia began to dis- get displayed. And you know what happened? I began to have this feeling of, what if I get rejected? What if the rejection comes from her? And then you know, what my friends said, I beg this, your friend is too serious. Mm, detach yourself from her. And then I said, I was going to take the first step. So I was scared of rejection. I didn't want to get rejected. And this girl liked me so much. Oh my gosh, she liked me so much. Now, see what I did, the bad thing I did. I was supposed to apply wisdom in that kind of thing. And moreover, you know, now I know better, actually. So I can say it today because, you know, this is, is not a thing of the past. It has happened over how many years now. So it's not a thing of the past. And I've been able to walk through the process. I've healed and then I now know better. And, you know, that can happen again. So... You know what I did? Because of fear of rejection, I don't want to get rejected. I did not, I don't want to get rejected at all. So I just went to her and told her, I said, you know what? I don't like you again. You see? You saw the reaction you, you gave to me not right now. Like, it, that's, that's a word, right? Yes, exactly. I told her, I said, I don't like you again. You know, I just, I don't, I just don't feel, I just, just, I just don't feel like it again. She's like, Mary, what sort of a joke is that? I said, I'm sorry, it's not really a joke. I'm serious right now. I said, I don't think I like you again. That was so painful. Well, that was a very bad thing I did. No, I know, I know, right? Yes, tell me, I know, I know already. I know, I know it's a very bad thing. And then I told her, she was next like. Her mood just changed completely and then she was sobbing. I was not like, feeling like, are you for real? Why should I cry because somebody told me I don't like you again? Like, I was like, I don't understand. Why is she crying? You know, at that point I was supposed to like, okay, oh, I'm sorry. I did not do that. You know, ego set in and then I was like, mm. I've actually said what I was supposed to say. I can't, I can't just do it. You know, there are better ways of doing things. I could have just, if it was up because I was feeling insecure in the midst of our friends, you know, because I knew that they were not my caliber of persons and I cannot cope. There are better ways I could have communicated that with, to her. But I did it very, very wrong way. So that was how she just left, you know, she left. So as though as somebody broke her heart. So she left. I felt very, I felt very bad, but then I was like, mm. It's for my own good. I was doing the right thing, yes. But then I did, I went about it the very, very wrong way. Very, very wrong way. And it was truly, I'm sorry. You don't have to castigate me right now. But seriously, it was, you know, I was not feeling secure. I, I kind of persons are people that I cannot work with in the night. Because I, I, I'm not secured. Anything can happen. 
with them. You know, I believe you know that kind, like kind of notorious people. Well, maybe I was thinking too far, but with things I saw, you know, why would you just be with somebody and then they are touching your body, they are rubbing you, yeah, you know, touching your sensitive part, and then you just keep laughing, you just ah no, I can't laugh over such things. So I can't, I don't get, I don't get attracted to such type of persons, and those are the kind of persons she moved with, and the kind of words they say. Heavy words, you know, naked words. I don't do I can't deal with such things. No, it's not LD for me mentally. So I just knew I couldn't I couldn't cope. But I went about it the wrong way. I know, I know already. You don't have to nail me on the cross. Don't nail me on the cross, please. <laughs> Alright, guys, so that has been settled. So do you see that's actually a display of fear of rejection? Okay, so let's continue. About how smart, fear about how smart and capable I am. You know, scared of over-delivering. Do you know that? This is another issue. You know, maybe I was invited to a particular place to come and speak. Or, you know, it happens. It used to happen very well before I was able to overcome it. And, you know, maybe I was told to come and talk somewhere. I will be like, fear of Hey, Mary, you've said too, like, you've delivered too much. Mary, you've delivered too much. Can these people really phantom everything you've said? Mary, you've... Oh, this was just too much. You get too much value. Why should that be a problem? Why should that be? So, you see, this attachophobia doesn't just work for the other side. It works for both sides. So, it's not just when you've not done the thing. It even happens after you've done it. You know, after you after you present after presentation, you know, you begin to say, Oh, I shared my personal experience, I shared my story. Why should I I shouldn't have said that? I shouldn't have shared my story. Like, do they care to know? Why should they know that part of me? Why should they you know, fear of over delivering, fear of, you know, fear about how smart and how capable you are. That's another sign of attachophobia. Okay. But see, trust me, guys. The best way to come out of this thing is intentionality. Okay, before I go into that, let me just wrap up this symptoms. You know, another thing is informing people beforehand that you don't expect to succeed in a bit to lower their expectations. You know, when you tell somebody that, oh, mm, no, no way, I just want to do this thing just to while away time. I don't actually expect to succeed. It's a lie, yo. <laughs> Have you done that thing before? <laughs> You know, you tell somebody, you know, you tell those people that, mm, well, actually, I don't, I don't, I don't plan to succeed, though. I don't plan, you know, you know, you know, somebody tell you, well, well, I, I actually intentionally, you know, plan to have first position. Well, yeah. Come off it. No, nobody has still. So why are you saying that? It's not true. You know, that's, you just did that in a bit to lower the expectations of people so that if you end up failing or if you end up not succeeding or if you end up not meeting up to that target, it will be as though has. Oh, she has said it. She has said it. Oh, well, well, it was intentional. Whereas, reverse was the case. And the last one I'll be sharing is fear of disappointing the people you value. You know, when you don't want to disappoint the people you value, you just don't want to disappoint them. You just don't want them to see that ugly side of you. You just always want to present yourself as a saint every time before them. They know that you are, you have this fear of failure. Okay, so I've been talking about symptoms, symptoms, symptoms. How then do we overcome this thing? The first thing is this mindset. 
one of the things that helped me was mindset you know on my pathway to self-discovery and self-awareness and self-actualization i realized that you know i went into the study of failure and then i realized that failure is actually not failure is actually not a bad thing true i'm very serious failure is feedback failure is feedback so you need to adopt the the belief that there is no failure but there's feedback so failure is actually feedback and not necessarily you know not necessarily a a head eater all right it's actually a feedback and also you need to learn to redefine failure give a better you know definition to failure have a proper orientation of what failure is so that's all that boils down to your mindset your mindset is very very key in this situation also set approach goals not avoidance goals set goals that help you approach your project helps you approach your presentation or whatever it is you want to do set approach goals and not avoidance goals you know failure makes you fear of failure makes you avoid doing things i remember when i was growing when i was quite younger in class you know when i was very very young when you ask me a question in class i know the answer i would not say it directly i would tell the person next to me to say it and the person will not say it the person will not get it i'm like oh you said told you you said told you. but why did you not say it? fear of whatever i said and it was wrong you know whatever i say it and it is wrong so that's a fear of failure so don't avoid things face it then you could also have a fear list. A fear list is a list of okay, what are those things you are scared of? Write them down. Now, how can you what now? Okay, let's say for instance, you are scared of executing the project of um maybe you have a project of organizing an event, probably a virtual event of thirty thousand persons. Now you are fear you are scared of how do I go about this? What if I fail? What if I don't have, even have twenty participants? So now you have to say, okay, what can I do to, this is my fear. So what can I do to overcome this fear? What can I do? I have, what strategies can I apply to, to make this 30,000 participant possible? So that's what we call a fear list, you know, write out the fear hand, things you know you can do, things, proper things, strategies you know you can apply that will help you achieve that thing. Okay, so also you need to focus on learning, learning, acquire knowledge. In fact, you need watch or read stories of those you admire, which, you know, everybody has a failure story. Trust me, everybody has a failure story. So if you know this, it makes you strong and firm. So feel free to read biographies, feel free to okay watch or read about those people you admire especially about the you know about their stories those points at which they failed and the rules again okay so adopt the feeling that there is no failure for but feedback i've told you this is very very important you know fear of failure can be paralyzing it can be killing so you must fight against it swap perfection for progress see one of the reasons why why people experience fear of failure is because of perfection you know, I told you, melancholic, we are perfectionists. So I had to work on that perfection aspect, you know, where we want to do everything and have 100 over 100. We don't want any blemish. In fact, you know, if it is 99.9, it is still not it. It has to be 100. But if it's not 100, it must be 100. 
okay so i had to personally i had to work against that mindset i had to now trust me i still stand for excellence and everything i do i still stand for excellence you know what i thought doing is what doing well definitely but then i understand the place of things shouldn't always be perfect things shouldn't always and for this part is those loopholes might actually bet or lead you to the next phase you know so you learn from your failures you learn from that aspect where it's just a feedback that okay you know on this aspect we need to work more on this aspect we need to fix things up you know on this aspect we are not doing enough that's just it so it sends it's a means failure is a means of sending feedback to you so that you know where and where you are not doing well and where and where you need to do well so i've talked about being intentional see truth is you must be very intentional about this you cannot overcome this atachophobia without being intentional you just have to be very very intentional so that was how i was able to cope out of the fear of failure i began i became more intentional you know i said i was sharing this experience in that introduction aspect where i said you know i was told to talk about a subject matter that i was very familiar with uh, which was um emotional intelligence it's something i'm very very familiar with and then my heart began to beat very fast boom 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 okay you know what i just told myself i said you know what you know heart i think you're making a very huge mistake because this person you are actually disturbing right now has overcome this aspect of fear. So why why you why why is my heart beating so fast? I don't understand. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this talk. I will not do this talk once. I'm going to do it over and over. And for crying out loud, I'm going to deliver perfectly well. That's what I told myself because I've been able to overcome that aspect. You know, I just told it. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to overcome, and nothing will happen. You know, fear makes you feel feel oh, the grind is going to open up and swallow me. But for crying out loud, all those times you've ever thought of that, has the grind ever opened up to swallow you up? Has the grind ever opened up to swallow you? Of course not. So it shows that you can, you don't have to embrace those thoughts. You just don't have to be just that. I used to tell, I, I, I was telling some set of individuals at a particular time, I said, you know what? If you are called upon to give a presentation, now, would you rather allow fear creep in and then you disappoint yourself, you disappoint your audience, you disappoint the people that invited you? Or would you rather overcome fear, do this thing, present excellently well, and have a thumbs up? Which would you prefer? Of course, it's the latter everybody would prefer. So if you would prefer the latter, why not just face fear and, you know, overcome it? So the best antidote to fear is just do it. Just do it. Do it afraid. Of course, you will be afraid. You had to be beaten. When I stood, you know, I said that statement to that, my heart that was beating very fast, you know. But then till I stood up, it was still beating. But do you know... Immediately, I opened my mouth and I, I started talking. I had this peace, you know, I was so calm. And I even spoke beyond the number of, beyond um, the, the 
the time I thought I was going to speak, I spoke confidently. I delivered excellently well because it's something I was very good at speaking. You know, it's something I was very good at. You know, it's a subject matter that I know. I know the nooks and crannies of. So why is this fear? You know, but why? Why did I feel that way? So it means that even though you've overcome it, you might still. It still doesn't mean that you. You know, this this feeling will go immediately like that. Of course, it will come. But then, what do you do? Don't let this this feeling limit you still hold the mic don't drop the mic hold the mic you know start up deliver face the presentation do it afraid and trust me you will do amazingly well and tr- and also one of the things that make people fail is because they don't prepare well so do your preparation do your preparation beforehand be knowledgeable so that when it's time for you to deliver you will not mess up Thank you very much guys i hope you got value if you did feel free to send your review to me and follow me on my social media platforms at instagram my instagram handle is i am mary mckinday at facebook at mary mckinday you can follow my facebook page at mary mckinday you can follow my organizational page at mary may company and also my business page at mary may stores Okay, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mary Day and LinkedIn at Mary Day. Feel free to send a review to me on my on my line, but please don't call just SMS. Okay, on my business line, plus two three four eight one four six four nine two nine. Three, six. Thank you very much, guys. I love you. Don't forget to share this with somebody. If you know you got blessed, if you know you got value, don't forget to share this with somebody you know might need it. You might not even know who needs it, but you could share on your status, you could share on your Facebook account or whatever, whatever platform you use. Don't forget to share it. This might be a blessing. It might be what that person who wants to commit suicide might be what they need to hear at a time like this. Thank you very much, guys. I love you. Remain blessed. Bye.